Dear Trump-loving friend, this is how to deprogram Fox Watchers on the Trump indictment. Dear Trump-loving friend, Donald Trump and the fascist-supporting billionaire-funded right wing have been lying to you about these indictments, particularly the federal one that charges Trump with trying to overturn the 2020 election in defiance of the Constitution and federal law. His lawyer has been all over TV telling anybody who will listen that Joe Biden ordered this prosecution and that it's all about denying Trump's free speech right to question an election. Both are lies, being spun to justify a criminal conspiracy of shocking proportions that nearly ended the American experiment after 247 years. First off, Joe Biden has had nothing to do with this. If he had, there would have been shocked news about it out of the DOJ like there was when Trump ordered them to investigate and try to prosecute Hillary Clinton and Hunter Biden. Special Counsel Jack Smith is independent of both Biden's office and Merrick Garland's. That's the whole point of a special counsel. It's why Nixon was only able to rid himself of a special counsel by firing him. Remember the Saturday Night Massacre of October 20, 1973? Attorney General Elliot Richardson had appointed had appointed Special Prosecutor Archibald Cox to look into Nixon's association with the Watergate break-in, and that night in 1973, Nixon ordered him fired. Richardson refused and resigned, leaving William Ruckel's house in charge of the DOJ. Nixon ordered Ruckel's house to fire Cox, and he too refused and resigned, leaving Robert Bork in charge. Bork carried out the order, and Cox was fired. Jack Smith is operating independently of the DOJ, just like Cox was and Ken Starr was. They can't give him marching orders of any sort. The only authority they have is to fire him or not. Second, Trump's lawyers are claiming that Trump had every right to say whatever he wanted to about the election, which is true. But that's purely a straw man argument. Nowhere in the indictment does it say he's being prosecuted for expressing his opinions. In fact, the second page of the indictment makes that totally clear. Quote, the defendant had a right, like every American, to speak publicly about the election and even to claim falsely that there had been outcome-determinative fraud during the election and that he had won. He was also entitled to formally challenge the results of the election through lawful and appropriate means, such as by seeking recounts or audits of the popular vote in states or filing lawsuits challenging ballots and procedures. Indeed, in many cases, the defendant did pursue these methods of context- contesting the election results. His efforts to change the outcome in any state through recounts, audits, or legal challenges were uniformly unsuccessful. Instead, Trump has been charged with several specific crimes that have little to do with his free speech about the election. They include a conspiracy to defraud the United States by using dishonesty, fraud, and deceit to impair, obstruct, and defeat the lawful federal government function by which the results of the presidential election are collected, counted, and certified by the federal government in violation of 18 U.S.C. 371, a conspiracy to corruptly obstruct and impede the January 6th congressional proceeding at which the collected results of the presidential election are counted and certified in violation of 18 U.S.C. 1512, and a conspiracy against the right to vote and to have one's votes counted in violation of 18 U.S.C. 241. Trump literally tried to prevent the votes of Democrats, specifically Democratic voters in cities with large black populations, from being counted. Instead, he wanted them thrown out or ignored, so, even though he lost the election by 7 million votes, he could claim he was still president. 
In his effort to do this, he engaged in specific actions designed to end American democracy and turn our republic into a totalitarian strongman oligarchy. Trump promoted and publicized repeated lies about the integrity of the election itself, all to create public acceptance of his efforts to overturn the election. In this, he was attacking the foundation of American democracy, the right to vote and have your vote counted. And to a tragically large extent, those those lies have worked on gullible Republican voters. About 70% now now believe those repeatedly disproven lies. Trump conspired with Republicans in seven states to organize slates of fake electors that could be used to criminally overturn the election results and throw out the votes of people who had voted for Joe Biden. Trump tried to get Mike Pence assassinated, presumably so he could declare a state of emergency and have the military seize ballot boxes and impose martial law. Trump repeatedly told his followers the lie that Pence had the power to overturn the election, eliciting the predictable rage and murder attempt from them when Pence refused. Twice in the indictment, the specter of the U.S. military taking over our nation is raised. As I noted last week, this would have been Kent State times a thousand. Trump then watched approvingly on TV as the mob searched for Pence, chanting Hang Mike Pence, with a fully functional and professionally made gallows sitting on the lawn of the Capitol. The indictment even notes that Trump caused his campaign to issue a statement that Pence agreed with Trump when Trump knew it was a lie and would put a target on Pence's back. While this is technically speech, it's the kind of speech that nearly caused the death of Pence and did cause the death of nine other people, including four police officers, and the injury and hospitalization of over 140 other officers. It clearly falls into the yelling fire in a crowded theater exception to the First Amendment. Along those lines, Trump repeatedly and knowingly told other lies that were designed to bolster and gain public acceptance for his criminal conspiracy to get the swing states to throw out the ballots of Democratic voters. They include, as summarized in the indictment, the lie that the election was stolen and that he had actually won, the lie that the faked electors' ballots could legitimately be counted, the lie which he repeatedly, which he tried repeatedly to get the DOJ to put on their letterhead and send out to seven swing states, that the agency and the attorney general believed the election had been riddled with fraud. This led to Bill Barr's resignation. The lie that thousands of dead people voted in Georgia. Secretary of State Raffeson perjured told Trump he could only find two dead people whose ballots had been turned in. The lie that Pennsylvania had counted almost a quarter million more votes than there were registered voters in the state. The lie that there were dumps of pro-Biden votes in Detroit, a lie he repeated even after both Attorney General Bill Barr told him it hadn't happened, and that was confirmed by Michigan's Republican Senate Majority Leader Mike Shirky. The lie which he repeated even after it had been refuted by Nevada's Republican Secretary of State Barbara Kegeske that thousands of Nevadans had voted more than once. The lie which he repeated even after it had been refuted by Arizona's Republican House Speaker Rusty Bowers that over 36,000 non-citizens voted in that state. The lie which he repeated even after the head of his Cypress security agency told him was false, that voting machines were switching Trump votes to Biden. As the indictment notes, quote, the defendant's attorney general, acting attorney general, and acting deputy attorney general all had explained to him that this was false, and numerous recounts and audits had confirmed the accuracy of voting machines. The lie that Georgia election workers were stuffing the ballot boxes with Biden votes and that thousands of people outside the state of Georgia had voted in that state. The lies repeated after the Wisconsin Supreme Court had ruled them lies 
that tens of thousands of fraudulent votes were cast in that state and that more votes were counted than there were registered voters. The lie that Pennsylvania officials wanted the election recertified. As you can see, this wasn't an exercise in free speech. It was a planned, organized, carefully executed conspiracy to defraud Biden voters in those seven states out of their right to have their votes counted. Which may be why some Republicans say they believe Trump's lies. What's actually going on is that many know he lied and committed crimes, but nonetheless support his attempt to steal the election from a Democrat. Trump's public supporters don't, in other words, believe in democracy. To cover up that tolerance for criminality, they pretend this is all about free speech. But it's not. It's about criminal fraud. Fraud almost always involves speech. It's hard to defraud somebody out of something without talking to them or at them. But that doesn't even remotely make it protected by the First Amendment's free speech provision. Our prisons are filled with people who defrauded others purely with their words. When Trump defrauded thousands of Trump University students out of their hard-earned money, for example, he was convicted in order to pay $25 million in restitution for the things he said. Had it been a criminal rather than a civil case, he could have gone to jail. The attorneys for Trump's victims, however, opted for the money instead of jail time. So why would you go along with his criminality? Either because you share his bigotry or you believed his other lies on the campaign trail. The bottom line is that you, dear Trump lover, have been lied to literally thousands of times by this man and his sycophants. Trump lied to you when he was going to give every when he said he was going to give everybody in America inexpensive health care that was better than Obamacare. He lied to you when he said that he'd cut your taxes and then instead cut taxes for himself and his billionaire buddies. He lied to you when he said he'd bring our jobs back from China and then instead got China to give his daughter tens of millions of dollars worth of patents. He lied to you when he said he'd rebuild America's infrastructure. Instead, Biden has put trillions into rebuilding our nation. He lied to you when he said he had the best economy in history. Instead, Biden has created more jobs than Trump, Bush Jr., and Bush Sr. combined. He even lied to you about COVID causing deaths from that disease to run about twice as high in red counties as in blue counties since the vaccines became available. And now Trump isn't alone in pushing these lies. The media outlets who gloss over Trump's lies do so because it's profitable for them. When, for example, Fox so-called News stopped supporting Trump's lies for a few weeks, they lost a large chunk of their audience to another TV network that was willing to parrot his lies, which is why they're now back to supporting his lies and are again making money. The politicians who approve of or repeat Trump's lies do so because they see it as their path to fame and power. They want, to, they want you to believe those lies and then vote for them. And the billionaires who push Trump and his lies through their publications, think tanks, and media outlets do so because they believe if he's reelected, they'll get even more tax breaks and that Trump will continue his efforts to gut the IRS and EPA, which they hate. The simple reality, dear, dear Trump lover, is that you've been suckered. Now might be a good time to change the channel.